Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ridiculous Entertainment. My name is Tim, your host. A few housekeeping things up top. A quick thanks to the great city of Hyattsville, Maryland, and its occupant that has been downloading our show. It seems to be religiously, so thanks, bro. Check us out on Twitter. We can we can have a chat or whatever. Kick it old school. And also to our newest downloader out of Scranton, PA. Uh, keep it up, guys. Appreciate the downloads. Keeps this old heart of mine pumping. Now this episode, we're going to do something we haven't done before. Exciting, right? We're going to be covering a streaming series. Typically, I do an episode breakdown of a handful of shows every week that I've been watching, but I kind of felt that I was missing some of the other shows that come out all at once. It doesn't make a lot of sense to do an episode-by-episode breakdown because this would literally kill me. Instead of going scene-by-scene and trashing a show systematically, we're going to talk a more broader scope of the entire season, talk about things we liked, things we hated, whether it was better than the prior seasons and if it deserves a follow-up season. over the next few days, we're going to be looking at a pair of bingeable streaming shows, the first of which is Amazon Prime's Jack Ryan. As usual with all of my shows, they are full spoilers, so don't fucking at me. If you do, I mean, it'll, it'll be fine. I'm not going to do anything, but, but don't do it! For those that don't know, Jack Ryan is a show which follows its titular character on missions to stop major wrongdoings. The first season was a terrorist attack, and this season we uh, went up against a dictator. He has this dictator as his hands in many pots. He has ties to a secret satellite, the death of a U.S. senator, and major corruption across the board. These shows focus heavily on the side of characters and they will occupy a great deal of my section of things loved and things hated and probably the rest of the show. And without further ado, let's jump in. Number five is William Jackson Harper. If you don't know who William Jackson Harper is, then you need to go watch The Good Place immediately after this. I mean, where have you been the last three years? Is your head firmly stuck up your ass? Now, he doesn't get major play in this show. I believe he only has two scenes, but his character is an impeccable cameo, which balances him being both hilarious and somewhat competent. He kind of seems like a goof, but it brings a little bit of humor to very serious situations. Number four is James Greer and Mike November, played by Wendell Pierce and Michael Kelly. Going to pair up a few side characters because there are a bunch of really good ones. We can start with Greer. His composure, consistency, and bravado are three characteristics of a great lead. If Wendell Pierce were a few years younger and in better shape, he could easily carry this show. He has the real presence that you desire in a show lead. They do tease his absence from season three, uh, but I hope they are pulling one over on us and that he just comes back. Hey, man, we love you. We love you. We want to see you back. And if not, it'll, it'll probably be fine. But the, the next man uh, that we have is a part of number four, and it is Michael Kelly. I've been obsessed with Michael Kelly ever since the first season of House of Cards. I think it's his delivery. Everything is so direct. He can threaten you and say, I love you in the same tone and intensity, and I would find both compelling. If Greer is gone from season three, then I hope he returns as Jack's primary agency connection. My number three thing loved is this season has a better set of side plots. In the first season, we had a drone pilot. He chewed up a ton of screen time, and I'm still unsure of how he affected the primary plot. In this season, we get several side plots that separate the show into different sections. In the middle third, we are splitting time with the military operators that have been sent to South America to help Jack. And in the final third, we focus heavily on the challenging presidential candidate. They both are vital to the plot and have satisfying, albeit sad, in the case of one, conclusions. Number two, we get a very compelling villain. The greedy dictator Reyes is played by Jordi Mala. I've only ever seen this actor once before, and that was a Bad Boys 2. We won't hold that movie against him. Uh, surely others were to blame. In this show, Mala is a fearless menace who not only believes, but knows he is above the law. He kills, hoards resources, and challenges foreign nations without a second thought. Number one thing loved is Numi Rapes as Harry Bauman. I am sorry if I butchered her name. It's probably far fancier than the American Rapace, uh, but we'll go with that for now. I definitely thought she was a goner in, in this one. I mean, her assassin friend seemed to be quite dismissed with the fact that she had hunted him down, dug her nose in his business, and then betrayed him to Jack. I, I said spoilers 
character, right? I have no idea why this woman isn't in more stuff. She commands the screen when she's on it. Her character is constantly coming up with different ways to hide her true self from others, but still will not let even that come in the way of protecting Jack. She's a spy interesting enough that she could have her own series. All right, it's time for the hatred. The hatred. The things that I love so much that I almost turned the show off on numerous occasions. Is that, is that true? My fifth most hated thing about this show is I hate subtitles. Typically in a household setting, subtitles are fine. They make the movie or show feel more authentic. That being said, I consume so much media. I, I know I have brought this burden upon myself, but I have to watch certain shows whilst performing other tasks. Uh, like for example, doing the laundry, doing the dishes, or even my sacred toilet time. Why God? That being said, this is more of a personal bias for very specific circumstances. It's, it's, it's probably fun. The fourth thing that I hated the most about Jack Ryan was the secret villain. Now, if you're still, for some reason, listening to this show before having watched the show, turn it off now. I mean, you're an idiot. Sorry. Sorry, but it's true. Turn it off now because I'm about to reveal the final minutes of the show and the secret villain. Three, two, one. Senator Choppin is our secret villain. Now, this was not a surprise to me, even a little bit. I got a vibe during the first episode that he was a bad guy. I was certain after the third episode, it continued to drop not subtle hints for throughout the remainder of the show. Now, I'm about to explain film to people who, who know more about film than I do. I assume that everyone in the world does. But the concept of a twist only works if you haven't completely given it up along the way. No shit. I mean, M. Night stuff might mostly be ridiculous, far-fetched, unbelievable, awful, terrible, bad. Uh, but the twists are so bizarre that you'll, you never saw them coming. It's impossible. You, you probably didn't see them coming if you were in the same room working on his projects with him. These are not them. To put a twist at the very end that surprises no one is anticlimactic. I could see if they would have put it in like a news montage or a credit scene explain-o, but no, they, they did a, an end scene where Jack told him he was screwed, so that was good. The third thing that I hate about this show, Jack Ryan, is poor henchman development. Now, let's not confuse henchman with overarching villain or sub-villain. Henchman is a gopher for a villain. Uh, and an integral part of a good spy thriller is the henchman. The most successful and memorable henchmen develop rivalries with the protagonists and become sometimes more compelling than the primary villains. For example, Jaws and, and Moonraker, or, or hey, what else was he in? Can you even recall the primary villain of Moonraker? I mean, I can because I'm obsessed. It was some goatee wearing like five foot five tall dude, you know, lived on a ranch somewhere. And uh, yeah, but that being said, Average Joe doesn't remember the villain of Moonraker. They remember Jaws. In this one, we have a henchman slash gopher character who uh, has a villainous face, but we, we never get to meet him fully. There were a few face-offs between him and our protagonist, but nothing that made him too memorable. I mean, I, I can't even recall his name. Maybe he should have had like a titanium grill or thrown a hat at people. I hear those are successful gimmicks. Maybe his lack of success as a henchman has less to do with himself as it does with our numero uno, who we'll come back to shortly. The, the thing that I hated second most about the show is really just a question. It's something that I'm not entirely sure of as of now, but is Jack Ryan becoming a James Bond-like womanizer? So we do have limited references to draw from, unlike the 24 official Bond films. But in each of the two seasons, we feature a prominent female character that Jack Ryan has relations with. In the case of Kathy Miller from season one, she has never been heard from again. Now, there could have been exposition that I missed while I was pre-rinsing my spoons, but I did not hear any exposition referencing where she was, what she was doing, and why her and Jack weren't still doing the dirty. This season, Numi Ray Pace was inserted as a capable replacement. The show now seems to have set her up to not be returning to season three, if season three even exists. I just, I fear that our, our Boy Scout, Jack Ryan, is becoming a cliche. We don't need more James Bond. Jack Ryan is wholesome. He's a good little boy, and we don't need him being a user. 
either. My number one hated thing about the show is John Krasinski. I know. How do I like the show but hate the lead? It's very it's very hard to explain, but but it, it's not really because everything else about the show is quite good. I just, I do not find John Krasinski compelling. I don't. I mean, as a man who loves and loves his comic book movies, I just beg, please God, do not put him in the MCU. I mean, for the love of all that is holy. If he is in a lighthearted setting, for example, the dinner scene from episode one, he excels. He is a very likable goof, but when he needs to be serious, I just, I don't buy it. Maybe it's his puffy ass cheeks. I don't know, but I, I, I do not take him seriously. I get that he's a massive man and could kick my ass, but in a dark alley, people are going to be more afraid of creepy old me than the pillow of a man that is John Krasinski. That being said, A+. plus, A+, plus for the relentless shooting of palace staff that are only possibly armed. We're not entirely certain about all of them. They could have just been normal guys uh, who, are, who are serving cake. And you shot the fuck out of them. A+, plus, man. Fucking lunatic! That being said, this season was way better than the last season. In like every single way. And I, I've hit on the major reasons why, uh, but to reiterate, it has a more memorable supporting cast, it has a more relevant villain, and the side plots are more pertinent to the overarching story. Now, I think the show should get a third season. I mean, regardless what I think, it's definitely going to get a third season, but my stories are a compelling way to tell a socially relevant story. Sometimes when we tell stories that are socially relevant, they are distracting from the plot, they can seem shoehorned in, or they can seem naggy to the audience. I think that this show and other shows like it can be a great way to talk about injustices without being bored. Jack Ryan, he, he just needs to work on his mean face. Grr. That being said, what do you think about Jack Ryan? Do you find these political thriller spy genre stories boring? Does John Krasinski have a punchable face? Comment below if that's a thing where you listen. If not, you can at me on Twitter where I'm at RidicPod. That's R-I-D-I-C-P-O-D. I'm also available on the gram. I haven't posted yet, but you know, we'll, we'll get there. And if you have had fun here or during other shows that I've done, please like, subscribe, bell icon, review, share, or whatever is applicable to the format that you are listening on. And tell a friend, man. Spread the word. RidicPod coming at you at least four times a week. You know, probably more because I get bored. And also tell a friend to watch Jack Ryan. You know, you're you're your dumbest friend. And see how many times he hits rewind or pause during the subtitle scene. And that being said, this has been Ridiculous Entertainment.